Of course, with the recent rains we've gotten over the past week, it has brought cause for many of us who are traveling, playing, being outdoors around water. Of course, recognizing how we're traveling in our car is one thing, but what about the folks that are in the backcountry? Hi, everyone. I'm your host of the Carolina Outdoors, Bill Barty, and on this segment, we're going to talk a little bit about how to handle ourselves around water, whether whether we are hiking or backpacking or maybe fishing uh, in a mountain stream or otherwise. It seems that we need to talk about how to be around water. First off, why would anyone want to be out in bad weather? But it happens. Many of us are out pursuing our outdoor activities no matter what. Many times, even on a bluebird sky day, the water can rise. Whether you be fishing maybe a tail race fishery, such as the South Holston or Watauga Rivers over in East Tennessee, or maybe you are in a gorge area of western North Carolina and over the ridge or up the mountain, there is a storm that you cannot even see, and it causes the water to rise where you are. Whenever that happens, we need to uh, have a plan in place and how to safely cross a stream or possibly not cross a stream. So we're going to look at this from a southeastern perspective, this being the Carolina Outdoors. We won't necessarily talk about ice bridges and glacial runoff as much as they would possibly in the Rockies or or even in the Northeast with an ice bridge. But all the things that we do talk about will be universal. We'll also talk about these river and stream crossings um, regarding someone who is backpacking, hiking, and fishing. From that perspective, these categories of activities many times bring us these decisions and how to tackle the objectives. These answers we're going to kind of try to answer these questions um, are all general and one should always go with the best decision dependent on their comfort level their expertise and the confidence that they have in their abilities and obtaining that objective so let's pretend like we're out on a on a mountain hike uh, going along a, a, a single track trail enjoying being out there maybe it's raining the water's up uh, or getting up and you come to a challenging water crossing um, at that particular trail the first thing that you should do is look for other options this means possibly even leaving the trail uh, to go upstream a little bit looking for a better option going downstream a bit looking for a better option uh, to cross Things to note when they, you're making this decision. First off, how fast is the current? Picking slower currents may seem obvious, um, but picking slower but deeper water may not be as obvious. Um, that is many times better than a shorter crossing in dangerously fast water. So be sure to uh, choose a place that um, is of slower pacing and shallower um, placing if you can. Um, Check downstream just in case. Because if you do attempt to cross in this particular place and a fall does happen into the stream, into the creek, uh, into the water, you need to know what you're going to be heading toward 
with a flow, whether it be a felled tree, whether it be a log, uh, potential undercurrent, ledges and boulders that are all downstreams, things that you could come in contact if you were in the water uh, uh, flowing with the stream. They can act as entrapments, and they can hold you down. And, of course, that can be dangerous and fatal. Um, be aware of something called strainers. These are, are logs or trees with branches that are underwater that you might not necessarily be able to see because if you are flowing towards a strainer, we don't want to be caught in those branches that you cannot see, those entrapments that, that are below. Um, if, it's a, if it's a sizable crossing on the stream or river, look for islands or rest places that you can get to when you're going across. Now, this doesn't mean that you need to uh, uh, not be alert during the entire time that you're crossing, including the exiting of the stream or creek. You always need to be on alert. Many times people slip back in after they get to the other side. You need to always uh, be on alert this way. But these shallow places uh, in the middle of a stream or even an island, a median in the stream gives you a chance uh, to, to take a quick break. Um, of course, when you're looking for a crossing, you're looking upstream, you're going downstream, you may come across a log that is across the stream that you feel like you could possibly cross without getting your feet wet, without even getting in the water. Be sure that you check that log out as far as decay goes, as far as loose bark goes, as far as uh, even ice in the wintertime, as far as that goes. Be sure that you are aware of what that uh, log has on it, how secure it's going to be, and also your balance across that log. Because if you fell, you need to be able to judge your fall from that log into the water, what you may uh, get caught up in, whether it be added branches down there, whether it be jagged, uh, jagged stream bottom, that sort of thing. So always making a good decision about where you're going to cross is very important. Um, judge your skill. Judge your team if you're with other people. Judge your strength. And also the weather environment and the results that may come from getting wet. If you have to make another choice, like leaving the trail we mentioned, setting up camp, or backtracking, decide on what those results may be before you decide to cross. Once you decide to cross, choose a place across the stream to work towards that objective, if you will, and then wade upstream at a slight angle. That'll help uh, the current from pushing you backwards and let you kind of lean into the current at a, at a slight 45 degree angle or so um, to get across uh, with some leverage against the water. If you're just joining us, this is the Carolina Outdoors. In, uh, in reason of the recent rains and even the rains that we're getting now after having several dry months here in the Carolinas, we're getting rain. But that doesn't mean that people are not going outdoors. So we're talking a little bit about how to handle ourselves around a stream crossing, whether you are out fishing, whether you're out hiking, backpacking, those sorts of things. Take note because here on the Carolina Outdoors, and over at the power behind this, our sponsor, Jesse Browns, we want everyone to be safe. So if you 
are safing, uh, if you are uh, crossing safely, pardon me, um, keep your boots on. Uh, many times people think that they want to keep their footwear dry and they'll put it over the shoulders or in their backpack. Keep them on. The importance of of those boots on your feet will help provide support. They'll help provide protection when you are walking in the current, especially when you're traveling over the rocks and gravel. Uh, loosen the straps on your pack, whether it be the hip belts and the shoulder harness. Um, you, you need to loosen those up. We'll come back around to the reasons why. Always utilize a hiking pole, a waiting staff, or even a stick when you're crossing because that'll give you three points of contact. Your two feet on your legs and that waiting staff, those three points of contact will help keep you balanced and more stable when you're crossing the stream. Um, here's a big deal. If you're waiting solo um, in stiff water, keep that waiting staff upstream. But pay attention to that because if you're crossing with another person, we're going to move that waiting staff around a little bit. We're going to come uh, come back to that. Um, and also, if a fall is imminent, throw your pack towards the destination across the stream. Try to get it as far across as possible. Uh, do not fall with your pack on. That's why we're loosening up those straps just a bit. Um Anglers that do not have a waiting staff, uh, grab a stick uh, for the crossing, for those three points. Uh, put your rod, if you're angling out there, in the downstream hand. Point it downstream. It's surprising how that can help maintain balance, even by uh, placing your rod tip in the water. If you got a seven-foot rod, nine-foot rod, that will help you. Uh, waiting staff in your upstream hand, fly rod, or, or fishing rod in your downstream hand uh, during the crossing. Do not move one foot until the other is firmly planted. That goes to those points of contact. And also, if you hit a bottom that's soft mud or suction-oriented, think I'm making up some of these words. If it's suction-oriented, uh, back up and make another choice. It's not worth getting stuck in mud during uh, a high current, fast current, deep current uh, uh, stream crossing. So pay attention to that. Uh, one reason we talk a lot about polarized sunglasses is their ability to cut out some of the glare and enable you to see in into the stream, into the water, not only to see fish, but also to see what you're stepping into. If you do get cut and uh, caught in some suction uh, and it's uh, uh, mud and it's keeping your foot down, the way to break that is lift your heel up, bend your knee, and raise your foot out. It helps break the suction and helps you uh, continue that stream crossing across. And again, if it looks like it's substantial mud or something that's going to um, keep continue sucking your feet in and holding them down, back up and we'll find another place to cross. Bill Barty on the Carolina Outdoors talking about how to handle much of this high water. We had many uh, places 
uh, throughout the Carolinas that had high water, low places, uh, whether we were motorists in it, paying attention, not going into water so deep that um, it was dangerous, that would sweep our cars away or, or entrap us in there. We're talking about people who may be in the backcountry, whether they're fishing, whether they're hiking, and how they should handle, we should handle stream crossings when they come to them. Uh, if you are with a friend out there, whether you're fishing with a friend or hiking with a friend, you come to a stream crossing, something that you can do if it's concerning and you feel like you need this security is link arms. The stronger person or the better balanced person should be the upstream crosser with the other downstream. Uh, many of you listening to the Carolina Outdoors remember my old friend and co-host Don Yeager. Don Yeager was a tremendously balanced person and a, a very strong waiter, strong person um, uh, in the water, really on land or in the water. But he had incredible balance in both places. So if Don and I were crossing a stream together, I would encourage him uh, to be the upstream guy, and I would be the downstream. Now, we don't want to have any arguments streamside in high current about who is the stronger waiter versus the weaker. I'm going to go ahead and uh, help pick that, but if it's if it's one of my children, I get to be the upstream guy, and they get to be the downstream. But don't tell my son, who's 19, who thinks he's stronger than his dad. But um, the upstream person's going to hold the rods if you're out there fishing, Put them in charge of that. They're going to use, hold those rods, both of your rods, in the upstream, uh, his or her upstream hand. The downstream person is going to manage uh, the wade's staff or trekking poles in their downstream arm. Make sure that you don't have any gear that may get stuck together. If you do go down, if one of you goes down, uh, more than likely the other is going to go down. So we're using the strength of two to get across the stream um, in higher, faster water. One thing to recognize uh, here on the Carolina Outdoors, I wanted to mention this, that water is always faster at the surface and close to the surface, and it's slower underneath usually. So that means shuffle your feet if you're crossing uh, the stream. You don't have to pick your feet up way up high. Um, keep them close to contact with the bottom at all time in that slower water area. That goes to multiple points of contact, as we spoke, spoke about before, but it also enables your feet to stay in the slower moving water than picking them up too high as the water speeds up as your foot gets closer to the surface. All right. After all of that sort of thing, we need to talk a little bit about this. If you fall, because it could happen, keep your head upstream. Don't try to remove your waders if you're out there in waders. Keep your feet and legs high in a downstream setting, but keep them high so they don't become entrapped under one of those uh, um, sieves downstream um, you don't want them to be caught underwater as they're moving downstream. You will, as you're floating downstream, protect that head. That means keep it upstream, keep it up as much as you can out of the water, and start uh, moving as you can 
towards the bank or towards even a log. But again, keep your feet over that log or boulder to exit the stream after a fall. And remember, again, we loosened those backpack straps for the hikers and the backpackers that are out there. We've kept those loose. So if you do fall, you do not want that backpack to be a hindrance. Again, get it away as far as you can towards your destination or goal. Um, you don't want your pack to kill you, but you also need to remember the situation that you're in without your gear, possibly. Your tent, your sleeping bag, you want all of that shelter. Um, if it's wintertime, you want to be able to utilize that equipment. You just don't want it on you as an anchor. So before you make any of those decisions, um, remember your specific situation. Um, many people think and worry about their waders. Don't worry about your waders filling up. It becomes kind of a, a, a mute point as they fill up. They won't weigh you down. They stay somewhat weighted with the water so they won't sink you down. All of this is how you can be and we can be safe in our mountain streams or anywhere else along the way. Um, we've talked about where to set up camp in a in a creek beside a river or creek but this is when you get in those situations where you're going to have to cross for whatever reason a stream we want you to be fully educated um, here on the Carolina Outdoors for our listeners and for those folks that we outfit over at Jesse Browns and at jessebrowns.com um, so that you can enjoy the outdoors in all conditions We'll have this list uh, of answers to questions on how to cross a stream posted with our show notes where you can check them out. Of course, wherever you listen to the podcast of Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors, as well as over at the website jessebrowns.com. We're going to talk a little bit more about some outdoor things of a different note. It's not going to be about water as much as it is going to be about snow. Um, that you heard just a little bit ago. So stay tuned for more as this conversation happens on the Carolina Outdoors.